In the first reading, we are told not to dwell on or remember things in the past because God will do a brand new thing. The first reading is from Isaiah, the 43rd chapter. Thus says the Lord, who makes a way in the sea, a path in the mighty waters, who brings forth chariot and horse, army and warrior. They lie down. They cannot rise. They are extinguished, quenched like a wick. Remember not the former things, nor consider the things of old. Behold, I am doing a new thing. Now it springs forth. Do you not perceive it? I will make a way in the wilderness and rivers in the desert. The wild beasts will honor me, the jackals and the ostriches, for I give water in the wilderness, rivers in the desert, to give drink to my chosen people, the people whom I formed for myself, that they might declare my praise. This is the word of the Lord. In the second reading, we are told that everything else is rubbish compared to knowing Christ. The second reading is Philippians, the third chapter. If anyone else thinks he has reason for confidence in the flesh, I have more. Circumcised on the eighth day of the people of Israel, of the tribe of Benjamin, a Hebrew of Hebrews, as to the law, a Pharisee, as to zeal, a persecutor of the church, as to righteousness under the law, blameless. But whatever gain I had, I counted as loss for the sake of Christ. Indeed, I count everything as loss because of the surpassing worth of knowing Jesus Christ my Lord. For his sake I have suffered the loss of all things and count them as rubbish, in order that I may gain Christ and be found in him. Not having a righteousness of my own that comes from the law, but that which comes through the faith in Christ. The righteousness from God that deepens on faith, that I may know him and the power of his resurrection, and may share his sufferings, becoming like him in his death, that by any means possible I may attain the resurrection from the dead. Not that I have already obtained this or am already perfect, but I press on to make it my own. Because Jesus Christ has made me his own. Brothers, I do not consider that I have made it my own. But one thing I do, forgetting what lies behind and straining forward to what lies ahead. I press on toward the goal for the prize of the upward call of God in Jesus Christ. This is the word of the Lord. Have you ever known somebody that is like, somehow always moving on to the next new thing. They always want the latest, the newest, the brightest, the shiniest. You really can see it when the next new iPhone comes out, can't you? People line up a couple of days ahead of time so that they can get the newest one when it comes out because they've got to have that newest phone. Or there's, and there's some people, though, in a more serious way or more significant way, change jobs a lot. Why? Because they're always looking for something new or something better. Or, you know, or some people do it with relationships. But there's, there's some people, and, and everybody's known them, that are just always moving on to the next new thing. And why is that? 
Well, probably at a very base level, it gets down to they're really not satisfied with what they have now. They're not satisfied at some level with where they've been. And they're looking for something else, maybe to fill a void or to, to bring that satisfaction that they haven't had in their lives. And so sometimes, and you don't know what you're going to get, if you come up to somebody and you ask the question, well, what's new with you? Well, how, what kind of answers do you usually get when you say, what's new with you? Typically, you get them catching you up on everything that's happened up to that point or that's happened since the last conversation you had. So that's what's new. And they talk about, you know, the things that have gone on or developed in their lives or maybe they even talk about some of the struggles that they've been through. But most of the time you ask that question, you get a rehearsal of the past. Looking back at what has been. And I thought about that and I thought, how many times have I ever heard, if I ask the question, what's new with you, where people are going to say things like, like uh, this. Well, what's new with you? Oh, I'm at a really new place in my life and it's looking good as I go forward. Well, maybe sometimes. Or the future really looks rosy. What's new with you? I'm a brand new person, and it's going to be different now. Or God is doing a really good thing in my life, and I am so excited about where he's going to lead me. You don't often get that answer to that question, what's new with you? But really, before we're going to look at what's new, or something that's new, we have to recognize that there is an old that needs to pass away. All of us have a past. That past is, past is filled with all kinds of things. Good things, not so good things, things that we wish had never happened, that there are you know regrets, but there are successes. So there are all kinds of things in the past. And when God says in the Isaiah lesson, forget the former things, he's telling us that we need to let all that go. The good, the bad, okay, it's, it's all part of how we got where we are, but he says, forget it, just let it go. We all have an old nature, the Bible refers to it as the old man, the old Adam, whatever, but it, somehow it boils down to our sinful nature, that part of us that uh, leads us in the wrong direction so often. And what God says, though, forget the past, don't dwell on it, that old nature has in Christ has no power over us. It has no control no hold on us because of Christ. And we need to let it go. The problem is, too often we choose the old, don't we? Too often we choose to dwell on our regrets, 
the I wish I would have or the wish I wish I wouldn't have or the if only I could have. We dwell on those kinds of things and we remember those things, but that's a choice we make. We, we choose very often to, to let that old nature part of us, that sinful side of us, we choose sometimes to let it have power over us. When God says, it doesn't. It doesn't need to. That we should just let it go. And what happens when we're doing that It affects our ability to move forward. You can't move forward when you're looking back because then you don't know where you're going. When you're being held by what's in the past and when you're you're captive to the regrets and whatever's back there, then we can't go where we need to go and we can't move forward. Unfortunately, We are not like the Roman god Janus who could look forward backward at the same time. I know our mothers had eyes in the back of their heads. Okay, but they lose those. We can't do that. But God says, I'm doing something new. He says, see, I'm doing a new thing. But here's the point. If we want to see the new thing he's doing, we have to be looking at him. We have to be facing him. We have to be looking toward him and not over our shoulder and not back that way. He's doing a new thing. I'm making a way in the wilderness. You know, God knows this world that we live in and he knows that that it really can be like a wilderness. And he says, I'm making a way in the wilderness. He knows that we can sometimes be thirsting for something in our lives that we crave refreshment and something that renews us and and gets us going again. So he says, I'm making streams in the wasteland. And he knows in this wilderness that we live that there are dangers, not just dangers of the physical kind or the things that we face in this world, but there are dangers to our spiritual well-being, there are dangers to our souls in this life that we live. And so he says, the wild animals honor me, the jackals and the owls. So even the dangers are subject to God's control. And God says, that's the new thing that I'm doing. And our lives, our lives really can feel like a desert wasteland sometimes. And we can feel lost and and having trouble finding our way and not knowing which way to go. And we can have periods in our lives like that. It may be a short period. It may be a, a longer season in our lives. But there are times when we just feel lost and wandering in a wilderness. And God says, I'm making a way for you. I'm making a way. I'm doing away with the old. He says, for my people, 
for my chosen, the people that I formed for myself. For those, us, in Christ who belong to him, he's making a way for us. And he's providing streams in the desert for us and refreshment. And he's doing away with the old, with that old nature, that old way of dealing with his people through the law, which creates guilt and and we face punishment. And he's replacing it with grace, with love and forgiveness that comes through Christ for his people. And he gives us refreshment. I want to leave you with an image this morning. At the beginning of that Isaiah lesson, God reminds the people about when he brought them out of Egypt. They had been slaves in Egypt for those 400 years and and, uh, living a hard life. And then God brought them freedom. And, And he led them through the waters, part of the waters, and he led them through. And they kept their focus on the one that God had sent to lead them at that time, Moses. And they kept going, they kept plowing through to get to the other side. But coming behind them, coming behind them was the past. Coming behind them was Pharaoh's army who wanted to bring them back into slavery and pull them back from what God had planned for them and wanted to hold them back from the future that he had planned. And then it says that he drew out the chariots and the horses into, this, into the sea, the army, the reinforcements, and they lay there, never to rise again, extinguished, snuffed out like a wick. And our lives can be like that. Because God has a direction He wants us to go. And He's he's made a way for us. Here is through the waters. He's made a way for us in the wilderness. He wants us to follow Him. And like they kept their focus on Moses and followed Him, He wants us to follow Christ. And to, to follow Him on the way that He's made for us. But the past wants us back. The past wants to hold on to us and it wants to pull us back into a kind of slavery and it wants to destroy the future that God has planned for us. So we can't look at that. The children of Israel didn't look at that. They kept going and they were saved. We can't look back at that. We have to follow Christ. Paul reminded us in the lesson today. He says, forgetting what lies behind, I press on toward the goal of what God has for me in Christ. You can't move forward when you're looking back. God's doing a new thing for us and he's given us Christ to follow and he's promised us a new life with the past gone. So that's how he wants us to live our lives and order our lives. So what's new with you?